When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, welcome to your pop culture mecca. We like to navigate all of the movies, video games, comic books, TV talk that you can handle. Uh, I'm usually joined by my friends. I've got a couple sitting here waiting to join me. I've got Shane O'Hare, the host of Geekscape Games, and my good friend Derek Cranevelt, the host of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast, available here on the Geekscape Network. The Geekscape Network is going through its uh, its kind of growth period. We moved everything over to uh, Megaphone, which is the podcasting platform owned by Spotify. Not every show on the Geekscape Network has moved over to Megaphone. We're waiting for some other things to uh, sort of... Uh, so some shows have contracts with, you know, they've, they've signed up with other places. But so as soon as those things expire they'll come over hopefully to megaphone and they'll be part of everything we got going on there under one roof but it is very cool to see all of the geekscape podcasts for the most part under one roof and be able to see uh all of the analytics in only a week i gotta tell you we are very popular in the united states the majority vast majority of our listeners i well i don't want to say that about 65 percent of our listeners are in the united states that's for the geekscape podcast uh, whereas the Horror Movie Night podcast, they've got some people also in Canada, the UK, I believe Germany, they're very popular. But our second, our second most popular nation or region in the in, in the world that listens to Geekscape, and they suck them episodes down like 7-Eleven Slurpees. Let's put our hands together for Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this in Singapore, um, hi, welcome to Geekscape. Uh, we love having you. Uh, I want to remind you all that this episode is brought to you by our good friends over at NordVPN. We are giving you an amazing NordVPN deal. All you got to do to cash in on that. And it comes with a big discount. It uh, There's free threat protection, one additional month for free. And of course, a 30 day money back no risk guarantee. So if you're not happy, you can get your money back. You just have to go to nordvpn.com slash geekscape and check everything out. See what you like. Maybe if uh, you're living in the States, you want to watch some British television, use NordVPN to, to go check out whatever the BBC has going on there. Uh, that's kind of a fun way to be a geek and use some of these VPNs. And NordVPN is the sponsor of the show and we recommend them. Uh, so thank you, NordVPN, for making Geekscape possible. All right, let's talk. We got an awesome episode. We're going to be talking about Jurassic World Dominion. I went to see it last week, and I've got thoughts on the, I think, last installment in the Jurassic Park franchise. This is installment number six. Uh, we also have news that the Squid Game is going to become a reality show. Uh, okay, well, as long as it's not The Purge, I think we can we can live with that uh also sony brought out a whole big uh sony state of play for june and it's got some big news some of that news is involving uh one of our favorite franchises the last of us um not only getting a multiplayer but also getting a revamped uh 
first version. What is that? Last of Us 1? Do we call it Last of Us 1? Or are they calling it Last of Us Chapter 1? Whatever they're calling it, it's getting a revamp. Um, and there's a lot more to talk about on Geekscape. So let's rev up the engines and let's go. Geekscapers, let's get it going. Uh, I want to bring in my guests who are helping me with this very special Geekscape. I think every episode of Geekscape is special. Uh, there's actually, this is the second Geekscape of the week I just recalled. Uh, my good friend Alberto Belli, uh, my, my friend Alberto Belli made this movie called Gatlop, and it is a horror comedy. It's kind of Tim Burton-esque, and, um, and I had him on the show to talk about it, and it was supposed to be released this week. If you listen to the episode that's on the feed right now, talking all about how uh, they made this uh, movie during the pandemic, and it's a fun movie, well, you're probably looking for it, and it's not out. It got pushed a week, so I'm going to uh, share the episode on social media again next week, but it's up on the feed. The movie's called Gatlop. It's kind of Jumanji for adults. It's like four friends get together to do a drinking game, but the drinking game, oh, it's from hell, so that sucks. And uh, the only way to avoid going to hell is you got to finish the game at the allotted time before the sun rises or everybody loses. It's a fun movie. It's out on VOD next week, not this week. So hopefully uh, go, go listen to that episode. I think you're going to have fun. Uh, we, had a, we had a good time talking about the movie and it's a short episode. It's under 30 minutes. You get a little bite-sized filmmaking episode on the Geekscape feed. So if you're a filmmaker, you'll enjoy it. Share it with your friends. Tell them, hey. This Jonathan guy may not know what he's talking about, but he's got people on the show who do, and that, that's the secret here. That is how you have a podcast go at least 15 years, is you don't have to be knowledgeable. You just have to have people who are knowledgeable on the show. So with that in mind, I'm going to invite my two friends, Shane and Derek. I've already introduced them, and here they are. Good they evening. Network, more networkable. What's here. happening for them? <laughs> Nothing much. Um, we got Big Yanks in the audience here, and Big Yanks had actually invited onto this episode. I thought he was supposed to be here. What the heck? Here's the thing, Derek. He texted me about midday and goes, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm sorry, man. I forgot this. Today's my fucking wedding anniversary. <laughs> so I'll just watch Geekscape instead of being on it. Yeah, he's just going to watch Geekscape. He goes, he goes, he goes, maybe if my wife like falls asleep or something, I can join you guys. And I'm like, no, why don't you just, you know what, Big Yanks, why don't you just sit this one out? We love you. Uh, but mm, priorities, uh, let's not, let's not, you know, for somebody who's been married and is going to get married again, let's just not maybe <laughs> walk on thin ice there. Let's, let's make sure that if she needs something on your wedding anniversary, you're there, not just on Geekscape. I feel like he's about- got plenty of wedding anniversaries under his belt. He's got plenty to go for. He can miss one. He's just, he's, <laughs> come on, man. Baby, there's always next to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real yeah <laughs> come on baby don't bother me with that <laughs> well, a, come on he sounds like a weird I, muppet I, when you uh, uh yeah. impersonate him well yeah you you 
Wait, Shane, have you met Big Ganks in person? Nope. Neither have I. I've not met Big Ganks in person either. Oh my god. Big Ganks is like the East Coast version of y'all. I <laughs> hang out with him at New York Comic Con. I love him as much as I love y'all. Big Ganks is fantastic. And of course, he's been on the show. The only difference is he doesn't have a show on the network yet. I'd love for him to have a show on the network. Just think of like... What's he waiting for? <sighs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, he needs to get a computer with a with the proper screen. <laughs> if you see the speed at which Matt is adding shows to the network, I don't know what he's waiting for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's huggable. He's Dominican and he's very East Coast. And y'all will meet him at the London wedding, uh, the Cox London wedding. Heidi and I getting married in, in October, and you'll meet him, and you can hug him and. And uh, all this uh, Geekscape is just to bring you behind the curtain. We have uh, incessant chat that happens throughout the day, every day, every hour of the day, and sometimes in the middle of the night. Uh, and it is Derek, Shane, and I, and Big Yanks, and then held hostage, Matt Kelly and Katie. And I got to tell you, it's the highlight of my day talking to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, if you want an exclusive invite to the Geekscape chat, subscribe to NordVPN, and we when you show us <laughs> show us your receipt, and we'll get you in the exclusive chat. Yeah, I think Matt was I'll in there too, what. and then he decided to just mute it and never look at it again because he doesn't like us that much, I guess. If, and if I want Matt's attention to pay attention to the chat, I have to text Matt independently and be like, "Hey, Matt, look at the chat. There's something that I posted that I think is actually pertinent to things, so go take a look at the chat." <laughs> um, that being said, we do have a Discord. Geekscape has a Discord. If you are active on Discord, we're trying to be a little more present in our Discord and it's fun and I like adding some people big ganks is in there. Uh, my 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 student uh, Abe is in there. He's in there and he just says, "Hey, Nathan, his name is Gabe. His name is Gabe. I called him Abe, and now he calls me Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my bad. Uh, he says just a little bit. Yeah, he's a little offended. And uh, Big Yanks has actually chimed in and said, you know what? Not only am I ignoring my wedding anniversary, but I'm actually on putting the baby to sleep duty, so five minutes to Shane should do the trick. No, don't be rude. <laughs> don't be rude. I listen to Shane for at least an hour every two weeks as the host of the Geekscape Games podcast. We're going to be talking some video games later today. So, hey, that's that's something that I cannot do. I, 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 I can't play as many games as the hive mind of Geekscape. So I really love that Geekscape Games combined with Derek's Geeks, uh, Xbox Game Passengers gives me my geek nerd like video game fill every month so thank you guys of course of course and uh, the last episode that we did uh josh went on a great rant about shenmue 3 and <laughs> i love i love josh is so soft-spoken and uh demure and just calm but when he gets fired up it is something to behold so that that's this last episode is is top notch yeah well the thing is y'all talk about hotels for the first 20 minutes i, I thought that's what we, you were here for tonight <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 we, listen the, the the long and short of it is uh i'm getting married in october these guys are coming they got hotels but when josh got on the show and really started dropping the video game knowledge and he started talking about shenmue 3 a game that i thought was in the positive graces of gamers because everybody who was looking forward to shenmue 3 so much that when it was announced people went crazy <laughs> to hear josh talk about it it's the worst fucking game in the world. <laughs> and it's super entertaining to hear him talk about it. Not terrible enough to not go through the entire thing and finish, though. 
apparently. Right. He'll still play. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Right. yeah, I beat it. He beat it. I don't get anybody on the network to finish Ghost of Tsushima or God of War, which you just finished, Eric. <laughs> did, and those I games did, are did. phenomenal yeah. game of the year nominees. Uh, winners, but, not nominees. Know, winners. Like, oh, they're winners. And I, I love playing and I love finishing those games. <laughs> the, credit, but... the credits hit on God of War. And again, this came, God of War came out in 2018. I bought it, played it, like played three quarters of it, it turns out. And the credit, like I rolled the credits on it like two weeks ago from starting from the beginning. And I'm like, this is one of the best games I've ever played. Like, <laughs> what the heck is wrong with me? And yeah. uh, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Probably with the next one. Like, I'll play the games in pockets. So like I'll play 50 to 75% of the yeah. game and be super into it. And that's what I do with Ghost of Tsushima. I was like, yeah, let's clear a map. Let's let's clear as much of this map as I can. And then I'll put it down and get busy maybe for like a couple months. I'll come back and suddenly I don't know how to fucking yeah, hold a sword. Definitely. Yeah. Like, like I'll come back and it'll take me at least one one play session to figure out what the yeah. hell I'm doing again. Uh, and, and I'll get slaughtered. But but it's it's fine. Um, our good friend Andrea Hammond, Hammond says I'll I'll play just about everything. You know she's a she's a major gamer. Check out uh, Shenmue three. <laughs> play Shenmue three. Do not play Shenmue three. It sounds super frustrating to uh, just the way that they they kind of burn time in that. Uh, well, speaking of frustrating and speaking of burning time, can I tell you guys? I don't know if you went to see this, Derek. I know it's a franchise that you really love. I don't know um, if it's a franchise I love. I love pieces of it. Uh, <laughs> I I have not seen Dominion. I am still, although like the look on your face right now and from everything I've been reading, Eric Francisco called it the worst movie of the year and he saw Morbius. Um, I'm still like, I can't wait to buy tickets to this. And I don't know why. I don't know why I put myself through these things, but tell me, tell me what you thought. Okay. So Jurassic World Dominion, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, it is not the worst movie of the year. It is not. I did see Morbius. I sat through Morbius. And I also, mm, is Morbius the worst thing that I saw this year? I don't know. I've been, no, I have to have seen worse movies. <laughs> that being said, I think that like Morbius, and I'm going to put a giant asterisk on this. Morbius is not a good movie, but Morbius is a movie that I very much enjoyed sitting through with my friends. And that's the way to see it. Like see it with two of your friends who wisecrack through the movie and you're going to l- have a lot of fun watching Morbius. Jurassic World Dominion it's not the worst movie of the year. Is it the most frustrating? That is arguable. And I'll tell you why, because the talent involved in this movie, and obviously whenever you have nostalgia involved is this one definitely tries to cash it on many times. This is very much a Easter egg hunt of nostalgic moments. Um, it gets really frustrating because Jurassic Park was big for me, you know, in anticipation of the movies coming out when I was about 11 or 12, uh, we read all the Michael Crichton books. You you read Jurassic Park because you hear it's awesome and you start reading it. You get all scienced up and you, you get excited. And so you start reading like Andromeda Strain. You start reading Seer. You start reading all this different all these different Michael Crichton books. And then the big memory for me was Jurassic Park going to see it with, with my friends opening night. It was huge. We were so amped for it. And Spielberg knocked it out of the park. Flash forward, fast forward to me, uh, the year I graduated high school and Lost World comes out and Lost World is kind of bananas. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) 
That's the, it's the first movie I remember seeing in theaters. I was like eight years old when it came out. Yeah, I I just saw it and I was heartbroken because it kind of gets bananas at the end with like the kind of Godzilla sequence that Spielberg has said. It was kind of his homage to Godzilla having the T-Rex run rampant through the city. Jurassic World 3 kind of brings it back to Jurassic World 1, Jurassic Park 1, and that's kind of fun. It's okay. It's got Pete Postlethwaite in it, so I'll give it whatever it needs. <laughs> I like that. And then you got the Jurassic World's series the Jurassic World series from the get-go just kind of felt like it was going to be made by committee it's like if AI writes a bit of a a Jurassic World a Jurassic Park movie so it's going to go big Mm. it's going to hit all the same beats as the first one but a little bit wider and a little bit dumber it's like inoffensive Uh, like safe go very yeah, safe yeah. but when you when you saw the first jurassic world you, you were like oh these are hitting a lot of the same beats yeah as jurassic i dug world. the first jurassic One. world for sure sure i kind of like the silliness of the second one fallen kingdom a little mm. bit more because by that point it's like you know what whatever we we give up we can auction dinosaurs no <laughs> yeah you're having the sequence where like chris pratt is paralyzed by some toxin and <laughs> trying to force his body to roll away from magma yeah Despite the fact that he would just ignite in flames if he was anywhere that close. Cool. So we'll, we'll spend forty-five minutes on this island, and then uh, and then and then we'll be really sad when we see the brachiosaurs die and and get engulfed as the boat takes away. And then we'll spend an hour and a half at this illegal auction, and and everyone's <laughs> gonna love it. Like, uh, Fallen Kingdom is so blatantly manipulative <laughs> to the point of being just silly that I kind of found it like enjoyable i like that director i liked the uh orphanage oh, love i love the impossible yeah. i think the impossible yeah. that was the first time i saw yeah. um, tom holland tom holland yeah. i thought it was i came on geekscape and i raved about that kid i said he just outacted you and mcgregor and naomi watts this kid's gonna be awesome he's when they when i heard that he was gonna be a spider in the running for spider-man i said if they choose anybody but him they, they're <laughs> dum-dums uh but fallen kingdom was was silly flash like now we got this one it is it is the most disappointing jurassic park because now we've brought back three members of the old cast and they are just it's like go when you go through disney and you got to do photo like there's like photo opportunities with the cast members and it's like oh i gotta go get take a photo with goofy you know you gotta take a photo (laughs) with mickey mouse you gotta take that photo in front of uh, cinderella's castle Oh, we got to take that photo over here. It just feels like they're propping up these older mm. actors uh, in front of the scene where it's like, hey, remember when Laura Dern didn't know how to take sunglasses off of her face because she was in so much awe of what she was seeing off screen? They do that shot. Hey, remember uh, when, yeah. uh, you know, remember when, uh, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum was distracting the T Rex with the flare? Well, we got. A different dinosaur, but we got a similar flare thing, and we're going to see it, and you're going to love it because you loved it the first time, and it just doesn't feel like this is a new story. It feels like it's just checking the boxes. That's not a lot of fun, and I think this is something that doesn't it doesn't take any risks. It felt to me like a sequel to Smokey and the Bandit when like Burt Reynolds is no longer involved and now it's just like Jackie Gleason getting dragged out <laughs> to be like, Hey, let's just cash cash. I love cash or the original plan of the ape series from the sixties by the time it got into like the seventies and they're just like, Hey, it's battle of the planet of the apes. We're just going to throw everything in here. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. And it can be paper thin. And this one is paper <laughs> thin. That being said, why is Derek going to enjoy it? 
why do I recommend you go see this in IMAX? Why do I go recommend you see it? I got Twizzlers tickets to burn. I'm using you as an example. I'm using you as kind of an avatar to the audience. But audience, why are you going to go see Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Dominion? Because it's a big action movie and it does it very well. And the sequences are impressive and they're fun. If you plug your brain in at any point mm. during these sequences, you're going to be like, what the fuck? There's an, <laughs> underground black, there's an underground black market for dinosaur fighting? What the fuck is happening? Yo, this is you just sold me on the movie. That sounds dope like, as hell. You, 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 if you like silly movies that are very loud and have pretty impressive spectacle sequences... <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're going to have fun, and mm. you should have fun at this movie. If you, if you, I kind of wish the nostalgia wasn't so intrusive, if that makes sense. I wish they hadn't done it so that Jonathan, sitting in the theater, wasn't reminded of the, of like the quality the series used to have. And just been like, hey, Jonathan, it's bananas. <laughs> like, forget your 12-year-old self. He was an idiot. Like, the 43-year-old self is watching this. Strap yourself into the ride. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is, and don't bring anything else to the table because you will be severely disappointed. This is an enjoyable movie if you take it on just a surface, cursory level, and that's how I recommend this movie. Geekscapist, it's a big genre movie. Go see it, but it is very much more a Fast and the Furious film at this point than it is the original. What was I most disappointed about? If they've come this far... Where's my Vince Vaughn and Julian Moore save the day cameos at the end? <laughs> Spoiler, yeah. it doesn't happen, nah. which means that there's still a room for a seven. I was just going to say part of the reason I want to go see it in theaters the most is because, you know, we talk like there's so many. Yeah, you mentioned it and there's speculation like, is this the last of the franchise? I don't want the franchise to end. Like there's a chance yeah. that one day again, one of them could be really good. And <laughs> I think that's worth waiting through the shit it, it, just for, yeah. for the chance of that happening. You know, Wizard of Video Games over on Twitch says the true evil of Skynet's been revealed writing Jurassic World scripts. It does feel like it was written by AI, written by committee. And then uh, anonymous Facebook user says just saw Jurassic World to begin today. I thought it was flat out stupid and a waste of talented actors. Yeah, I definitely see that. Uh, he continues with issue number one. How are dinosaurs, cold-blooded reptiles able to function in the snow, frigid climates? Hey, bro, I wasn't there during the Cretaceous. I don't know really what was going down. <laughs> you know the answer to that is don't, don't worry about it. It's a movie. How did the snakes get on the plane? Don't worry about it. Who in their right mind would unleash locusts the size of house cats upon the farmlands in the U.S. as a means to garner a monopoly on world hunger, which is the plot point of the movie, is these giant locusts I thought that was a dinosaur right there. Was that a... Okay, Shane, Shane, can I just... If you're listening to this, Geekscape, Shane lives in a hangar. Prior to the show, he wanted to actually tape himself uh, for the show. He wanted to, to broadcast from the landing strip. And was like, seems kind of like a light flight day. You mind if I broadcast from out here? Yes, Shane, I do mind. Because I don't want you getting run over. I don't want you get run over by a fucking plane while we're trying to do Geekscape. It was a great backdrop. The mountains are there. It looks great. It's Stunning. Fun. Yeah. And, and look you know at your backdrop you have, now, though. Like, yeah, it doesn't get yeah, better. You have than a Porter backdrop. There's like a flattened cat between a couple books back there that you haven't seen in ten years. You go out on it, Shane. I don't want you getting run over by a plane just to do Geekscape. We love you, man. Uh, and Wizard of Video Games says, you know what? I don't listen to Geekscape to hear about Shane's landing strip. All right. Whereas. 
star star 2902 uh says well, was that a fucking dragon that just went by it was uh, it could it be, was could be. i uh, uh during uh covid lockdown uh all the i dj and all the djs did separate live streams um you know to raise money for out of work um uh, industry people. And, um, I set up my turntables out on the, the taxiway and DJed in front of an amazing backdrop and it was stellar, but there was a, a guy that had a couple hangers down for me that kept walking back and forth <laughs> behind the, cause I had speakers <laughs> set up and a camera and like everything. And he just kept walking back and forth. And the, the chat was like, yo, have that guy come up on the, on the deck, you know, have him do it, have him do a, um, a feature. And he, he was obviously like, what's all this music blaring out of this hangar bay. Did he end up being a part of the show? No, he just kept walking back and forth. And then, um, Facebook, uh, or no Instagram live, uh, took me down for copyright infringement. So, yeah. uh, why don't you go get him? Oh, uh, I uh, uh, no, do not. Uh, that being said, uh, we also have like the final chapter of Fast and Furious coming up, and I gotta ask myself, like, as much as I did not enjoy Jurassic World Dominion, I don't want it to go away. You're very much right about that, and I would love Universal to realize that they have to create their own cinematic universe because the, the <clears> Dark <throat> World one didn't work, yeah. and they should just get they should just get a uh, Fast and Furious versus Dinosaurs. Hell yeah, it's. It's that level of banana stuff anyway. Like, let's go for it. Uh, speaking of crossovers, guys, I have to ask you seriously. I mean, we already got Shane living in a hangar. We've got Derek living in Canada, which is that close to becoming Mad Max. <laughs> uh, that being said, there might be a solution coming up. Thanks for our friends at Netflix who laid off a ton of people, but I guess have enough money to give away on a brand new reality show based on Squid Game. It's good to know that Netflix is embracing the big evil megacorp that they that they really are <laughs> at this point. Did they not see Squid Game? Uh, no, it's like, hey, we should do a Hunger Games. Those guys had the right idea. You know, we should do a people a, loved watching that on TV. We should remake yeah. Battle Royale. Uh, do it for real. I mean, everyone loved it. It was great. You know, great motivation. Uh, I the um, purge is uh, on to something. I think maybe you know, twenty four hours every year, we should do a little <laughs> purging. Uh, so Netflix has announced they're doing a follow up to Squid Game, but as a reality show. I'd actually heard the creator of Squid Game say that they're starting production on the second yeah, season yeah. of Squid Game. So there, awesome. there will be a fictional narrative season of Squid Game because I did enjoy Squid Game. I thought it was a fun uh, show, but. They're also doing a reality show with real people based on Squid Game. Uh, this has to be global, right? Like this can't just be Korean. This could this is gonna have Americans in it. I think I think we should get Ian Kerner to be in Squid Game. I mean, I, we should get yeah. Derek to be in Squid Game. I would. Um, I would. Yeah, I Canadians would, could probably be in Squid Game. Yeah. Um, let me watch Squid Game first and get back to you. See. Okay, you know. Derek. It's real easy. It's yeah. a guy who gets offered a chance. Yeah to you just he's, he's you just broke. don't go when the light's red and you do go when the light's green well and he owes a lot of money and he gets kind of kidnapped into competing in these childhood like playground games and if you lose him you die hmm. so that being said derek in training big risk, you for reward. The, big risk that's right the more people die the more the less of the pot gets split so you whoever survives ends up splitting the, the big pot right so that being said derek what was your childhood like playground game that you were really good at? Like four square butts up, that kind of thing. Like, but, what were you well, really hold good on, at? Hold what on. is butts up? Butts Guys, up? you don't remember butts up? Butts up, butts up is play, butts up is played with a tennis ball and you don't <laughs> fucking want to play it. Because this is how it works. You 
throw it I'm, I'm paraphrasing correct me in the chat if you know what i'm talking about so you take a tennis ball and you line up against a, a facing a wall and you smack it as hard as you can against the wall and then you try and catch it if you catch it and drop it right because you're really throwing the tennis ball as hard as you can you really you better grab the damn ball <laughs> you know because if you don't grab the ball with your hand and catch it if it falls and hits the ground so you can fumble a little, but if it hits the ground, you have to go and put your hands on the wall and you're going to stick your posterior out and then they're going to throw the ball at the mm, wall again okay. and they're going to aim for your ass. So it's a bit of an abusive game. We played something similar. That was like what I was going to kind of describe, except we used like rather than a tennis ball, it was like a hard like bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, a racquetball. No, just like like a plastic bounce, bouncy ball like okay. thing. They... We use it was very ball. hard no. to catch because they like bounce and come back to you so fast. And then uh, I, I don't remember any butt stuff specifically. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was, was just, there, was there, was there grooming going on at my high school, my middle school? I don't know. But did yeah, you, did we you would pass, play with the tennis did you, ball. Did you pass penis inspection day too? I don't know. That's Alaska. Yeah. We, we had a game, we had a game at my middle school. Like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was, uh, it was just dodgeball, but with footballs. And so they so they bounce all oblong and stuff like that. No, like they bounce no, at different it's, angles it's when they just hit the wall, ground. All the jocks just throwing footballs as fast as they can to hit people in the face. That's not a game, Shane. That's bullying. <laughs> no, but two two teams. It was it was great. It was that great. is called corner him. He's running for it. <laughs> it's like cut him off. Uh, maybe we play butts up at uh, Comic Con. We get a butts up thing going. Let's just find one of the convention center walls. Uh, and let's start a giant squid game, and we'll we'll play that, and we'll play bloody knuckles. You all ever play bloody oh, knuckles? Yeah, you stick yeah, your, oh, yeah. your hands out, and you yeah. hit each other's knuckles. There's that. That's a fun one. Uh, what about uh, thumbs up, seven up? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's the... where you're in the desks and yeah. you put your thumbs I up. I was kind of like a boring. Oh no, it's all about butts up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that I think you have to have a sense of danger in these playground games. So, Derek, this summer we're going to start your training for the squid games. How do you feel? Hold on to your butts. There we go. I, I feel like go. I feel like uh, uh, children in school in America already have a sense of danger enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We don't need to be adding right. butt stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wizard of Video Games on Twitch says Red Rover was my jam, but in Squid Game, I think you uh, you do the Red Rover, and when you join hands to try and get the person to run across it, it should just be uh, like you just run a chain of you know, across the thing and just try and clothesline them. Maybe, maybe it's a, uh, you know, electric fencing or something. Just add a little something to that Red Rover. I, uh, at the end of it, you should, I you got know. suspended from elementary school uh, for a few days and I got Pokemon cards banned from running like a, like a smuggling ring and like scamming <laughs> kids out of Pokemon cards. Um, what? I was, uh, I, I was a, a dubious youth. Uh, and, and so, yep. So, Cottonwood Creek Elementary. This is the guy that got Pokemon cards banned. Like, in you think the they're still late. banned. You think you think they're allowed again? Mm-hmm. Shane, hold up. We got to tell that. Listen, what was the occasion that you got him banned? Was it the was it the volume of trading that was going on? Was it the money exchanging hands, or was there an actual incident where maybe a fight broke out because someone was getting cheated? No, no. It was just a a, a, a lot of kids like went home and said like. It, it it was all really bad trades. 
but I was very good at like, no, no, it's good. It's good. No, trust me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you're going to want this one. He's yeah, great. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of parents uh, got pissed. So You're going to want the Squirtle. Oh, yeah. And no. you're just like taking a Charizard in return and that kind of stuff. It was literally shit like that. Like a kid would bring his Charizard in and I would, I would, it was basically like a shell game. Um, Here's Chansey. Yeah. I love Chansey. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it was on, Derek would have been a great mark for me in elementary school with the, like the free hip hop scenarios that we've talked about it. Like, I haven't learned, you know, you know. I, I do it again today. Yeah, Derek, we got to, that's why we got to train you for the squid game. Yeah. Because if we don't train you for the squid game, you are not coming home. First All round, right? I'm dead. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I love if you. If I make it there. I think that your uh, view of the world, as naive as it is, is like it is. It's what we love about you. You're like our younger brother. You see the hope in people. Crush that. People are going to use you. People are horrible. Just look at me. Look at Shane. Like we don't have any good intentions. Okay, mm-hmm. but. I took you to Hollywood Boulevard and you almost got abducted by a bunch of those guys with the CD <laughs> players asking you if you like hip hop. I, do, I don't like hip hop. <laughs> I know, but, but, but in that moment, you loved hip hop. Oh, you it was my favorite it. thing just, in the world. You just wanted to I help just wanted to support him. You just wanted to help him out. Which, 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 speaking of your naivety, I love you, Derek. But, <laughs> speaking um, of your naivety. <laughs> please, the one thing that, that we have to put an end to, and we're going we're gonna to do it this summer because I just can't see you doing this anymore uh you gotta stop buying the mondo posters at comic-con you come home with 80 mondo posters that are all super super expensive and you don't even have limited edition for them anymore i know they're limited edition but you're gonna have to stop now because i don't know if you heard this news i heard funko they bought mondo so mondo which started independently is like a cool arts collective that would make posters and fan stuff uh, it it got bought by Funko, mm-hmm. by Funko, who make they the, the weird bobbles. Yeah, they sold the out. little bobble heads and things. Um, how does that affect your view of going and buying ninety posters <laughs> this summer? I mean, I so ninety is an exaggeration. I try to buy ninety, okay, and 80. I'm lucky if I get ten because it's it's already so popular, and and you know you got to wait in line for so long. Um, yeah, I woke up to this news yesterday, and immediately... I woke up to this news. <laughs> you woke up it was like, <laughs> it was like a like you got an amber alert. <laughs> um, oh my god, Tony's been kidnapped, and it was Mondo. Yeah, yeah. So immediately disappointed, and then the you know it was then like thinking about it through the day, it was like, why am I disappointed? Like I like that they were. I mean, they were associated with the Alamo Draft. Alamo Drafthouse, but like they felt like this independent tiny thing. It's just like this community of artists and people that love this art and that love movies making these amazing like alternative movie posters. Um, you know, one of the things that made me love it so much and, and certainly sold Michaela on the hobby was uh, there's an unreal documentary called 24 by 36. Um, I think it's free on YouTube, but you can rent it otherwise. And it's a um, document feature like that feature length documentary about like the rise and then fall and now rise again of like actual artist drawn movie posters. Um, and it's like fascinating. And I, like I was super into, you know, the Mondo stuff. And then Michaela was kind of like, you're dumb. Why are you spending so much money on this? Not really, but kind of. And then like showing that to her, like she was like, cool. I mean, I get it. Like, let's, what, what can we buy? Um, and you know, Derek, it, if that, if that documentary is only available on YouTube in Canada, you can use nordvpn.com slash Geekscape to watch it region free. Just just put your VPN to Canada and go watch that documentary on, uh, I guess, the equivalent of Derek's heroin addiction. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's throughout the day. I was like, why, why am I disappointed? Like if it means, you know, Mondo is amazing. They do have a lot of issues though with like, you know, by the, I order a poster and by the time it arrives eight, nine months later, I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, you know, the, the excitement is kind of lost. Like if they can print stuff more quickly and get it to you more quickly, like, I don't think that's a bad thing. If they can resolve some of the issues of like, you know, things somehow selling out before it ever goes live on the Mondo store from time to time, like it, you know, that would be great. Um, yeah, I like there's also like I'm worried do they what if they reprint some old stuff? What if they get out of the screen print game and just start to do like lithographs and stuff like that? Like what and I they were doing some sick action figures. They did those classic ninja the, Yeah, they have amazing layer designs yeah. and I was like those are amazing and they're $900. <laughs> they are they're amazing. They are very very expensive. Absolutely. I I I've never bought any of their figures because uh, like I'm not I'm, I'm not paying $300 for an action figure just give me a poster for 100 instead like didn't they do mad balls or like, yeah yeah those were fucking sick those were sick. yeah I love yeah. balls um <laughs> one speaking of, of that I made an observation the other day Shane uh, when I was thinking about balls I was thinking about popples which are I think related to them remember the in the little kid thing that the little girls had like those popples and they were like little teddy bears that could turn into a ball they mm. just turn into and I was thinking, like, those fucking things don't have spines. And then I was thinking the male equivalent, it's probably critters. So I was thinking popples and critters, you know, from the horror movie, like Gremlins type movie, critters. I think popples and critters are distant relatives on the uh, animal kind of uh, tree there. I, uh, I, you had know? To, I had to look up popples. Apparently in 2015, the Netflix made a popples TV series. <laughs> so... Oh. So Derek, fire up your NordVPN and watch some popples. We we have Netflix, like... <laughs> but not everything's available on your Netflix. Is that some right? things are available on mine that aren't on yours because we don't have things. Okay, like, we don't have things like Hulu or HBO Max or anything like that. My I pref- do. I mean, my... I do, but but we we in Canada don't. My preferred um, content consumption platform has everything. So <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's all in one place. No one... <laughs> yeah, the one that starts with ARG and has an eye patch over your and eye. If you and then with VPN, they'll never find you. <laughs> but yeah, they, here, here's what happens Shane ends up pirating this content, and then we end up getting a text on the famous text chain that's like, hey, I can't believe they canceled this thing. Can we sign this petition to bring it back? It's like, well, maybe if you didn't fucking pirate it, it wouldn't have gotten canceled, Shane. Maybe if the creators were able to profit off their work. You wouldn't I whatever. I, I you know the the one thing that I've learned um as there's, a geek, there's I, nothing on that list. <laughs> one thing I've learned the as list being you a, just mentioned, there's nothing on it. As being a geekscape contributor is uh um never take the blame for yourself, always blame the internet. So <laughs> uh, the internet uh, failed. Not my not me pirating Cowboy Bebop live action. So allegedly, allegedly I've got a good lawyer. So, uh, Big Yanks is back on the chat, so I guess uh, the wedding anniversary ain't going so hot. And he says, uh, Shane, was there something that you pirated that was so good you immediately felt bad about pirating it? That's a question that I'm going to pose to anybody. Who, I have never, have I ever, I've never pirated. But what about y'all? Is it, I mean, uh, listen, if I do an emulator, is it an emulator count? Like I used to download emulators and stuff like that. Uh, it probably it's, doesn't really. I mean, technically, yes, uh, but not really. Yes, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shane, is there anything that you pirated 
that when you watched it, you were like, I loved that so much. I wish I could have supported the creators. Um, I still won't, but I wish that I could. Le- yeah. Legitimately, the, the, the thing that comes to mind is the Cowboy Bebop live action. Um, and yep. I, uh, after our, I pirated it, <laughs> allegedly, and watched it, um, I rewatched it on Netflix twice. So yeah. Through mean, someone else's good. account that you borrowed. Is that your account? No, I don't have Netflix. I, I, I don't support capitalism. You didn't want to subscribe to Netflix just to make sure that you could Isn't watch it. Isn't that like a free one month trial still? Like, yeah. Can... No. They still notch it up. I know. And then, and plus, Derek's going to be competing in the Squid Game in that. You, you should do that. I mean, I'll, I, on, I, will get, I will get a subscription if Derek competes in Squid Games. Oh. There you go. Well, let's, let's that's, sign that's the petition amazing. to get me on Squid Game. We're no longer in a bear market. We uh, we just squid solved market. everything. You know, now we're in a squid market. <laughs> uh, so Big Yank says for him, it was the Carl Urban dread. He went and ordered the Blu-ray right after watching it. That was a bad idea. I'd talk about a series that, that should have been a series. <laughs> that, that that dread should have yeah. had two sequels oh, yeah. on it. That was fucking awesome. Why I do you why do you one. why do you think it never uh, progressed after one? <laughs> Nobody, Nobody saw it. Saw in, Nobody <laughs> saw it. Nobody saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was it Nobody bombed, and it was so it. good. I, I and I loved Carl Urban in it. I'm so glad that he uh, we get to see him every week in the boys. And now. he was yeah. in the Lord of the Rings, and yeah. he was in your favorite Hercules and Xena. You love that, dude. Um, I re- I remember that just it was Hercules and, and Xena shot me back to my youth. You know the you know, running the Pokemon gambling ring, but yeah. that uh, Hercules and Xena was the hottest shit at the time. Like everybody was be talking about it. I, w- I wish we had another high fantasy, like hot shit, like on aired on UPN, not like HBO or something, but something completely a- accessible to everybody. That was like the top of the headlines, co- like every week. Like Geekscape produced here, the prophecy. We're working on it. We're trying. Yeah, get that on U- Hollywood. Get that on UPN. Is that still around? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think somebody pirated all their Hercules and Xenos, <laughs> and it didn't happen anymore. Big Gang says we do have that kind of stuff. It's CW <laughs> Schlock. Um, I'm enjoying that. You know, I found it here on the show because people kept telling me how good it was. But Superman and Lois. That's the show on CW I like. It's awesome. Uh, Andrea Hammond says, I wish they never canceled Dark Angel. Yo, Dark Angel, was that, the, yeah. that was a good one. Uh, was that James Cameron's? That Dark was James Angel? Cameron, I believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, Shane doing an evil mustache twirl on the live video feed, Geekscape. If you're not watching this live, you got to see it. I had someone ask me, like, hey, Shane, do you know who Snidely Whiplash is? And I was like, of course. And it's just... Because he caught me doing this. Who is? What are you talking about? You don't know who Snidely Snidely Whiplash? Yeah. No, go for it. Oh, you don't know who? Educate me. You don't know who Snidely? I'm being dead serious with you. That is not content that I pirated before. Oh, uh, he was he was the bad guy on that Hanna Barbera cartoon with the oh god the Canadian Mountie. What was that? Oh. Dudley Do Right. Dudley Do Right. Yeah, he was the bad guy in there. Okay. Yeah, I've been. Well, I know Dudley Do Right. I know that he has a horse. I know that he. I've never seen him and Derek in the same room together, uh, so now I know who the villain is. And yeah, okay. Oh my we'll god! Back up to speed. I'm the villain to Derek right now. Look at that's perfect. Derek is Dudley Do Right, as we know. He's he's a pure he's pure of heart, and you are <laughs> not Russell Whippersnap or whatever the hell you said his name was. <laughs> Dudley, Dudley Do Right, and he was in uh, Wacky Racers as well. Yeah, yeah, where you'd have like. <laughs> 
<laughs> and all that stuff going on. Yeah, that, I love it. That, uh, that uh, Muttley was his uh, Muttley. partner. So That's how I know. I know Muttley more than I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the Sony state of play that happened for June. Oh, and well. guys, why are we never talking about the Sony state of plays on Geescape Games? We're talking about them occasionally, but this <laughs> June one, for some reason, caused the biggest... Rush, they, like they always they always seem to happen feel. like the day after Geekscape Games records, and then okay. we forget uh, by about the time it. The next one happens; it's been long forgotten about. There was also a big Xbox show this weekend, but the PlayStation one happened more recently. And I would also they announced a, I would like to point out that Derek went on uh, a cavalcade of concert tours uh, and did not help produce those Geekscape Games, so we forgot to talk about them. But it's your fault, Derek. <laughs> forgot to talk about what the state of play. I'm pretty sure we did talk about the state of play because <laughs> it hadn't happened well, yet. We... And I said, what's one thing? Oh, no, we no, it was predictions for the Xbox show. We did not talk about the state of play. Right? Well, what do we why don't we talk about the Sony? one? Yeah, yeah. Real quick for June, because y'all yeah. were excited about some of the stuff that got broken down on this one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Big thing, I think, for everyone. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is getting a remake in the vein of the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes that came out over the last few years and that everybody loved. Um, they showed off a, a trailer that looked freaking gorgeous, and uh, I can't wait to jump back into that world. It comes out in March too, so or it, as of now, it comes out in March. So <laughs> don't believe release dates anymore. On um, on on the topic of Resident Evil Four, uh, I have a question. Should we go through the list and then circle back to the question? Well, I was going to ask you one question based on the list because we can kind of just talk about some of the things that are popping out. One of them is Shane. There was that conversation on Geekscape Games about your wanting to or not wanting to play the Spider-Man series that was on PS4, but now it's coming to PC. So what's stopping you, baby? I mean, Shane I, has a PS5 as well. Could yeah. have played it at any point. I, That'd be a great one to play I, on there. I am just not a big Spider-Man guy. All right. I, but just, you like, do you like third world uh, or third person kind of games? Like with big open world kind of stuff? The Super last, fun gameplay. The last one that I think is close to, to how that game is laid Snow out. Runner. that. I, Snow, Snow Runner. Yeah, Snow, Snow Runner. Runner. Snow Runner does not count. Snow Runner sounds like one of those. Like There was a trucking game on early PC that I used to play at my neighbor's house. And it would be like, hey, you, ha- you need this much gas to get to Memphis, Tennessee. And that you had sounds to, like, so much edu- fun. Oh, it was, it was basic MIDI soundtrack with really rough graphics. This had to have been 1988-89. And you had to just do the math. I think it was a math game that we were excited about and you had to just kind of be like hey if i sell 60 bushels in memphis i can make it to knoxville (laughs) and i can buy this much gas and i can do this then it was a trucking simulator and it was garbage and that is what i hear when i hear you talk about this snow runner game which we will not descend into because i think that because you're watching you're playing that kind of garbage you're not playing real games like this fun spider-man game that was game of the year I, uh, on um, multiple lists, there's a actually there's a game that Derek should play called um, Cross Country Canada. That is not, not going to do that. Nope. <laughs> it came out in 1991. He's living that game, <laughs> and it's it's basically what you just described, but Canadian trucking. So, well, considering there's uh, the population of all of Canada is the population of Los Angeles, there's not enough people to drive around in that game. <laughs> well, you're not going to see anything. You're going to be like, oh, look, some caribou, and then the game's over. But uh, that does not sound like an exciting game. I, 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 the last serious game that I got into that is, I would say, close to Spider Man is the prototype series on the 360. Yeah. I dug the shit out of those games. Um, but eh, just, I, I'm not into 
Spider-Man as a as a guy. Does that make sense? I feel like swing as him and then like use his powers. Uh, I played the Spider-Man PlayStation Two games and it just we're on the PlayStation Five now. Yeah, so you know, Diz. Am I'm just trying to say I don't like it. Okay, quit making me like things. I I think in in high school Shane was like, I did the math, but it was in elementary school, so I don't have to do this math. Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) It's like I've done I've done this edition, but I did it in in second grade, so I don't have to do this. You know, the PS2 ones are totally different than the PS4 or 5 ones. Yes, but I'm trying to say that the like the swinging, not into it, just not into it. Just okay, okay, okay. not gonna force them. I would love to force them if you, Shane, (laughs) could. I just think you're really missing out, and I would like you to experience good things. Um, hey, you're the one that said get into Death Stranding. Yeah, I love Death Stranding. It was so I good. didn't. Um, well, so then if I was wrong about that one, I'm probably not wrong about this next one. So get one month of PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium. Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales are on there. And you're going to love them. It's like impossible not to, basically. Andrea's back. And she says Tomb Raider is better than Spider-Man anyways, which I don't agree with. No, and also, so. yeah. um, I love Tomb Raider. Spider-Man's yeah, way better. Spider-Man is I way don't better. agree. And also, is you know, Shane, you don't like those Uncharted games either. So <laughs> I don't think you're going to be into this. No. So I will. We're not going to sell you on Spider-Man. I will play, I will play Spider-Man if Derek plays Cross Country Canada on on DOS from 1991. I'll think about it. Yeah, I'll see there. Yeah, it. that sounds like a go. squid game right there. Yeah, see, you, you we got to meet me halfway. It's a compromise. Um, speaking of games that are going to get replayed, and I know that Derek's going to replay this one because it's excellent. Is there was a lot of news about uh, that remake of Last of Us? Yeah, the first Last of Us Part One. Uh, what got me excited about it, and obviously I'm super hyped for the uh, TV show, the HBO show, because Craig Mazin's running yeah. it. Oh and, yeah, Chernobyl was uh, amazing. He's awesome, yeah. and they've got a great cast for it. And it was it was really cool. What kind of heartwarming for me to read was Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, who play Ellie and Joel <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. game. They have on screen roles in the in the series, yeah. so I'm excited to see that. Apparently, not but, just cameos either, but like actual no roles, big though. roles. Yeah. But what it, and, and I don't really care about the people complaining about the the remake of Part One getting a graphic upgrade because it kind of looks nice and i think it's the gameplay for the most part yeah and it and also like the gameplay if you compare the gameplay of the last of us 2 to the gameplay of last of us 1 like it is on a completely different level and so like exactly like adopting that gameplay style plus the like incredible like i still you know last of us 2 came out more than two years ago i still think it's the best looking game that has come out to this point like horizon like horizon the, forbidden west came like is, is is probably up there as well but the animation of last of us 2 is second to none and but you have the advancements of the ps5 with the haptics and all that yes, so yeah which is also super exciting absolutely why are people compl- i don't understand i will never understand nerds <laughs> yeah, i live yeah. amongst them i'll never understand those complaints it's like hey this thing uh, you loved 10 years ago now it's way wait, better and you're like fuck that i don't want that like <laughs> which is my way of also saying uh next week when obi-wan kenobi ends its run on disney plus for this season i'll get together with uh ian and we will talk about the things we loved and you know, uh, and we're not so in love with on this Obi-Wan thing, which is also part of that bigger, like, Star Wars complaint thing that we've talked about. Uh, but people just need to chill. Let people enjoy it. Uh, what I'm interested in, though, is this standalone multiplayer that they're talking Definitely, about in the Last yeah. of Us universe. Because yeah. that looks like it, that's a standalone game. You buy it just to do the multiplayer. That looks pretty sick. 
And I do like The Last of Us World. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. We're going to be living in The Last of Us World here pretty soon. If (laughs) I mean, I remember a side, quick sidebar, uh, uh, Jonathan, I remember years ago, years ago, you had a gentleman on the show that was the head of the Zombie Research Society. Yeah, um, Matt yeah, uh, and he, he he said you mentioned me living up in Alaska. And he said Alaska is the best place to survive a zombie outbreak. He said Montana. Well, he also said Alaska. So yeah, trust me, yeah, I listened to that but, episode three times, and yeah. and I, some say I, Montana is the Alaska of the continental United States. <laughs> I'm making good choices. Shane's just like Ed Knight listening to the Geekscape over and over again. I do make good choices. I do make good choices. <laughs> There's like a rat that lands on his head. I make good choices. I make good choices. Like a, a piece of wind picks up and tears off part of his roof. I'm making good choices. Uh, Wizard of Video Games has a lot of suggestions for you this this episode. Uh, Shane, he's over on Twitch saying, "Just imagine that Spider Man is a truck, and the city of New York is a mud pit, and you might enjoy it." That is sold, sold. You like those open world games, sold. So, yeah. And every time Spider Man shoots his like web to like swing, it's like throwing chains on something and trying to pull it out of a ditch <laughs> in your, I mean, your snow runner or whatever. It's that called. is I, that is a huge uh, part of the game, and I think Derek yeah, can. He loved that part. I feel like one of the things I remember most about the Spider-Man game is I have never cared like an iota about collectibles in video games. And in Spider-Man, like collected every single backpack. Like it was so much fun to like find them. And then just the like history of the character or the comics or whatever you got, like within each one, like it was just a, like a pure joy to find that stuff. And I've that's to this day, the only game I've collected. I've collected at the collectibles. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can no longer uh, host a game show on the (laughs) Geekscape Network because you know I platinumed that Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's a big game. Yeah. That is a big game for big boys. And I also did everything but the Valkyries on your beloved God of War. Valkyries are so hard. They're very hard. Well, they, you know, they, you know, for some people they are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those first three, those first three, those first three I, I sent to hell. But uh, I just got bored, you know what I mean? I just got I just got bored. It's uh, you know, I get busy. I don't don't have time to be <laughs> yeah. playing these kid games anymore. You know what I mean? All right. Anything else from the Sony uh, state of play I, that you want to bounce out just real quick while we wrap up? Uh, I had two 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 quick things. One, when they released the uh, or they announced the Resident Evil Village VR mode, the chat <laughs> yeah. was oh, yeah. just blowing up mm-hmm. with mommy 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 because of lady dimitrescu i yeah she's she i'm guessing she has assets um her... s- okay. yes severe assets and okay. um for resident evil 4 that um i'm seeing the trailer i remember one of the, the the lines that stand out to me the most in that game is when you first meet the the ganado and you fight him off and then the bell ring the church bell rings and they all leave that's a, one that starts in the village and you just have there's this unstoppable thing and you just have to keep running from it i played it on the gamecube yeah. yeah and then leon makes the line where would everybody go bingo and i that game <laughs> that game has all these very cheesy quir- quirky comedic moments um like even at one point you're fighting um saddler the the one of the the villains and he's in like this big mecca of himself do you think that the super ultra gritty like really like visceral scary uh scariness that they're shifting it to is gonna dilute the the camp is that is that a good or a bad at the end of the day i think horror should have an ounce of camp in it or else it just turns into like torture stuff and i think that 
there's too much of that already and at least in the cinema side so i think i think horror should have a little bit of fun i think you should need a little bit of out you know i don't know the, the new season of stranger things felt like a love letter to nightmare on elm street and that's always been my favorite franchise and of course it has tons of camp and fun lines in it that's how i like my horror uh, Derek, would you agree with that? Mm. You've seen the new Stranger Things, yeah, stuff. yeah, totally. I they're not going to get rid of that stuff in the remake, and and I think that I I didn't play with the three remake, but I played the two remake. There was a lot of that still in the Resident Evil two remake as well, right? Like, if anything, the movies should have had that stuff. Yeah, that's more. Fair. So. Yeah, it would have been a little bit more fun. Yeah, the thing I remember the most is is Resident Evil coming out on that original PlayStation. In the opening credits, we uh, at the wedding. Feel free to go up to Paul and reenact this is in the opening cinematic when the guy lifts the hand into frame. Do you remember that? It goes, new, new, new. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> he gets scared. He goes, ha! <laughs> it's pretty good. I remember. Do that to Paul. He'll know exactly what it's from. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I will do that. Um, the only other thing that was a big standout from the state of play was the... Um, uh stray i mean we're finally getting stray coming out um the cat game cat exploration game oh yeah i saw the trailer for this a long time ago when yeah they, when, it was supposed uh, to be out already got delayed yeah it's like a cat simulator is that right yeah you're a cat and you're just kind of finding your way through the world it it looks like um it's like a, a you're a cat in a sci-fi kind of, it, it reminded me of uh, the, oh, you're right. total, yeah. the total, re- it had a total recall vibe, like a mega city, but every, there's no humans, they're all robots. And um, you're a cat on, um, on a, a Assassin's Creed style adventure. It looks like, and it, I, I'm stoked. stoked. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. That that'll be on the two higher tiers of PlayStation plus as well, which is pretty sick. Okay. All right. Well, there's tons of stuff going down. Uh, obviously, the Final Fantasy and Street Fighter franchises keep plugging away. Uh, Horizon has a VR. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention that they showed a bunch of PSVR stuff off. Uh, That's super cool. I'm still hoping that we get a release date soon because I, you know, love love buying VR headsets, apparently. and uh, How many do you hockey. have? How well, I, you? not that. Like, only two. I've got the PlayStation, uh, first PlayStation VR, which I didn't touch until I bought the Quest 1. And then I got the Quest 2 when the Quest 2 came out. So, um, uh, but the PSVR 2, like hardware wise, looked like sounds incredibly impressive. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm not like a PC gamer, so I've not been able to like play a lot of like the high fidelity VR experiences. We've established so. on the show how you're not a true gamer, Derek. <laughs> so, um, uh, obviously, I have a PS5 already. So to be able to pair that with the new PSVR and, and play things like Horizon Call of the Mountain, which sounds like a really cool experience i, I can't and, and resident evil village also coming to vr um can't i can't wait resident evil 7 in vr like i couldn't finish resident evil 7 until i gave up on playing it in vr like it was too scary and i can't wait to do it again with with village for sure well when y'all come out in october for the wedding um i, I you know i'll take y'all here in la and we'll actually do grand theft auto vr <laughs> and we'll just go out in the car drive around a couple of neighborhoods we'll do grand theft auto vr what do you think of that I'll be like shane jump out grab that car yeah we'll just i mean according to cars, shane we're, we're staying crimes. in a terrible terrible dangerous area so we won't even have to go very far geekscapists they are not they're staying in a nice place you can ask matt kelly what it's like driving around la with me trying to find parking i had to pull over i'll and take the his- bus Good luck. The last, the last time I was on a, on a bus, I was uh, sit, I was sat next to a guy that had one snake skin 
cowboy boot and the other the other sh- foot was in a medical boot and he had the longest <laughs> but he paid to watch cowboy bebop yeah uh, he did all right we're going to be reliving that very soon but jane's not going to be with us derek's going to be with us so we're talking about july uh not only are we at comic-con for july but i think the same week as comic-con the geekscape produced short l ray is playing festivals so that's kind of very exciting yeah uh, it's cool. I wish I could be there, but we're going to be at Comic-Con. So Derek's going to fly in. We're going to pack up the U-Haul. Matt's going to join us, and we're going to go down and set up the booth uh, the week of around July 19th. I first think time the in three years. I cannot there. wait. And it'll be the first time then, in three years that I've seen you guys. Like, I'm so yeah. excited. I've been looking forward to it so hard. So we're going to do a ton of stuff at Comic-Con. So definitely share this uh, show with your friends if you're listening to this. And they're big geeks. Obviously, we, we know how to talk that stuff. We just did it for an hour. But you're going to want to subscribe going into San Diego because we're going to be doing daily recaps of what we experienced on the floor. If not for you, we're going to do them for Shane, who we're going to miss because <laughs> he's not going to be there. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, let's see. Our good friend Gabe is back. Abe is back. And he says, do I seriously have to go back to Texas while there's going to be a Comic-Con? Yeah, I, I think he's a student. So over the summer, he does not have class. And, well, you're going to have to go back to Texas and stay with your parents. But doesn't mean you're not going to go to Comic-Con. You're going to go to Comic-Con with Geekscape in our daily recaps. And we're going to be posting videos. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and the only place to find that is right here on the podcast. So subscribe, share with your friends, all that. Uh, also, while you're subscribing to podcasts, if you did not get your video game fix, well, we love to provide more information for you. Shane is the host of Geekscape Games alongside Derek and a revolving uh, cast of guests that actually talk about video games while Shane talks about real estate and <laughs> hotels in the Los Angeles area. And Derek... <laughs> is the host of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. That is a monthly show, and it's a ton of fun. Both those shows are worth a subscribe. And, um, yeah, anything else to add, boys? I would I would say uh, subscribe to Geekscape Games. Follow us on Instagram, Geekscape Games. We post dank memes, dank memes even. Um, and go right now, go get, Sign your, the par- petition. Go get your parents' oh. phone and have them subscribe to Geekscape Games on whatever platform they have. If they don't, if it's Android and they don't have a podcasting app, get one and have them subscribe <laughs> to our show. Just do it. It's very complicated. No, it's not that complicated. It's like, I mean, Jonathan, this is the same kind of behavior that got a bunch of Pokemon cards kicked out of school. No, it's, so it's, don't it's, be doing it's this. Easy. Right? Like I'm pulling, I'm pulling, this might be a deep cut reference, but I'm pulling a soupy sales where he told kids to go into his parents' wallets and send him a dollar. So go into this your, is what you do. Go, this is what you do. You, it, while your parents are sleeping, you go get a tennis ball. <laughs> you, you grab the, you kick the door open and you, you say, butts up. And you just start throwing the tennis ball against the wall. Okay, now if your parents get up and try and grab you and the ball hits them, they have to go against the wall and then you can nail them with the ball. And if, oh, the other thing is you can't turn around. While you have your hands on the wall, you can't turn around and look at the ball. Like you have to face forward. And if you turn around, they get to throw it again. If you turn around, you, can't, you, you gotta can't buy tickets to Jurassic World you, Dominion. You can't anticipate the pain yeah. on both sides. Okay, Derek, uh, I'm guessing you're promo will be shorter what do you got going on yeah mostly just uh buy a ticket to jurassic world dominion so uh they can keep making them and <laughs> one day we'll get another good one so or like a 30th anniversary like 3d re- 4d re-release uh, 4d yeah yeah uh wizard of video games has one last quip he says i come for the jurassic park world reviews i stay for the vaudevillian soupy sales I think jurassic park world is the name of the next film actually yeah, yeah. jurassic furious world would be awesome 
All right, Geekscape, that's what we got. That's all we can fit under the hood. That's all that's good. We'll be back next week with a brand new Geekscape. So share, subscribe, and support our friends over at NordVPN by going to nordvpn.com slash Geekscape and signing up for your awesome Geekscape offer. Peace, friends. See ya. Bye. (laughs) You're listening to the Geekscape Network.